Welcome to Deeply Rooted On Life, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, ladies. Good to have you back with us. We are welcoming back Laura Lynn Mercer, who was here with us talking about John 15 and abiding in Christ. And so we're going to finish up that discussion. Um, She's going to talk today about bearing fruit, which is the other part of that verse. So uh, Laura Lynn is a mom, a wife, um, a teacher, a school principal. Um, She has a lot of wisdom to share with us, but she also loves the Lord and she's been in his word. And so we would just like to welcome her again and uh, hear what she has to say about uh, John 15. It's wonderful to be back. And yeah, last time we talked about abiding in Christ, but as you said, abiding has a second part to it and that's bearing fruit. And if you look in John 15 verse five, it says, I am the vine, and this is Jesus saying, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And again, in verse 8, it says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. So prove to be my disciples. So we're to abide in Christ, then we're to bear fruit. That's really good. So tell me what bearing fruit would look like. I'm glad you asked because (laughs) bearing fruit has about three different things that we are to do. First of all, bearing fruit applies to a new way of life, a new way of living, a way that our actions glorify God. It's having a godly character. And there's a number of verses in the Bible that talk about having this righteous living. Philippians 1.11, James 3.18, Hebrews 12.11. But some passages really spell out what a godly character looks like, especially Galatians, uh, I'm sorry, Ephesians 5, verses 8 and 9. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. So the evidence of our faith is the fruit of our character. And the fruit of our character really is the fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is Galatians 5, 22 verse 23, where it spells out all of the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Fruit of the Spirit, our character, is to have these fruit of the Spirit. In fact, it goes on in James 3.17, says, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. I love that we started out talking about abide, and I feel like the more we abide in Christ, the more we're being transformed into his likeness. And so these these fruits are much easier to accomplish as we're abiding in him. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And because of this Holy Spirit indwelling within us yes. and we're abiding in Him, we are more able to have that godly character. Right. We're not perfect though, are we? No. And no. so no. we still are being transformed daily, trying to have that godly character. So abiding in Christ pr- produces the fruit of righteous character, um, especially love, because it says in verse 12, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. So loving others as Christ loves them is another way that we are bearing fruit, the godly character, and then loving others, another way to bear fruit. And I'm wondering too, if when we are living this out, we're actually um, extending Christ's mission on earth to reach others with the gospel by the way that we are bearing fruit. Absolutely, because that is actually the third way that we bear fruit, is by sharing the gospel, sharing Christ with others. So they're going to see our godly character, they're going to see Christ in us, but then sharing Christ in different ways. And I have two short stories I'd love to share with you about different people in their different ways of sharing the gospel, of showing godly character and loving others. So, the first story is of my daughter-in-law, Rachel. Rachel's a young mom. She has three sons, and her youngest is only four months old. And so, in those wee hours of feeding, she would be taking that time, and she was um, learning about, because God had placed within her a passion for people who are trapped in sex trafficking. So she would be learning about them. She'd be learning about Christian organizations that supported them. She'd be using social media and sending out to her sphere of influence and telling people information, giving them knowledge, giving them prayers, giving them encouragement so that we were equipped and being led to have compassion on them as well. So a young mom... You know, young moms we know are so busy, and yet she is sharing the gospel. She is showing godly character and spreading love to others. The other story I have is someone who's on the complete other opposite end of the spectrum. It's my aunt, who is almost 90 years old. And so just before the pandemic hit, she had moved into a long care facility. And... Prior to that, she would send cards of encouragement. She'd let me know that she was praying for me, and I loved to receive her cards. But being in a care facility, she all of a sudden had more time. So she ended up sending cards to residents within her community there. Word got out to the staff, and she became the official card giver. And so she was sharing the gospel to unbelievers. She was encouraging the believers, praying for them, and just showing a godly character and loving others. Wow. I still love to receive those cards, but there's two examples of someone in their early life and someone later in the life bearing fruit. Mm -hmm. And you know, bearing fruit changes 
because of the seasons of life that we're in. Yeah. I'm sure when you were in high school, your sphere of influence was completely different than when yes. you were a young mom, yeah. than when you, and who you are a sphere of influence upon now. Mm-hmm. You know, our seasons of life mean that we have different people that we can be showing a godly character, that we can be loving upon, and we can mm-hmm. be sharing the gospel. I love the story about uh, your aunt. And I love the story about Rachel as well, but I love the fact that when we are extending ourselves to bless others, we in turn receive the blessing. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of an unintended blessing because we set out to minister to somebody else just to give God glory. But then in the, in the process, we are blessed ourselves. And so that's that's a, a wonderful, um, it's almost like planting a seed, getting the fruit, and enjoying it ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's so wonderful when God can take the passions that we have, mm-hmm. He takes the gifts that we have, the talents that He's equipped us with, and He uses them to bear fruit. Yes. So what you do is going to be different than what I do. Absolutely. What my daughter-in-law Rachel does is different than what my Aunt June does. Yes. But they're both, and we are all, able to bear fruit based on how God has made us and God has created us. And so we don't have to look at somebody and say, well, you know, I can't prepare meals and hand them out every day of the week because I may not be called to do that. Yes. But we know that God equips us to do what He has called us to do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're all um, blessed with different gifts for sure. Um, I just wanted to touch on the rest of that verse. Oh, yes. Uh, where it says um, uh, that, so bear fruit that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. I found that interesting that asking the Father for whatever we wish is tied to bearing fruit. And then I got thinking, I wonder if it means that the more I am abiding, the more I'm bearing fruit, that my intentions and my desires become more aligned with His. And so I want to be um, doing what would bring glory to Him. You know, it just it, it just seemed like a logical progression. Absolutely, you're right, Esther. Yeah. Because when we are in tune with Christ, mm-hmm. when we are abiding, as yeah. it calls us to do, we're bearing fruit, but that represents Christ. Mm-hmm. It doesn't represent that carnal nature that we have, right. you know? Yeah. I want this or I want that. Yeah. But it's in tune with God. Yeah. And we are then, we're praying for unbelievers we're praying for these the saints yeah we are equipping them in different ways so you're right absolutely do we come alongside and our desires reflect christ's desires and he gives us those desires as it says in the scriptures well and how often do we pray for what we want Mm -hmm. as opposed to what would bring him glory and so i think that uh, there's a shift that as we become more uh, deeply rooted and uh, growing in Him, uh, we want our prayers become less me focused and more God focused and more others focused. Absolutely, yeah, so true. 
Yeah. Did you have any final thoughts to leave us with, Laura Lynn? I would love to leave you with something. In John 15, verses 16 and 17, really special here. It says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. God, Jesus chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whether you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. Those verses, you did not choose me. You know, I didn't have to do anything. God is the one that chose me. God chose his 12 disciples. He equipped them. They went out. They shared the gospel. They bear fruit. But you know, it didn't stop with them, did it? It goes on to generation and generation after that to you and me abiding in Christ and bearing fruit. Mm -hmm. And again, just that godly character bearing fruit, that loving others is bearing fruit Mm -hmm. and sharing the gospel is bearing fruit. Mm -hmm. And so God appoints us to go bear fruit, fruit that will last. I just love to know that I'm chosen. Mm. Yes. That he chose me with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And the purpose was so that I could further his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I guess my final thought is the question Are you developing a godly character? Are you promoting the gospel, sharing Christ? And what about loving others? Are you loving the way Christ loves? Mm. As we leave you, ladies, uh, remember to stay deeply rooted until next time. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.